everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Reserve Tank presented by Progressive IMS Outdoors. This is our first episode for the 2021 school year. Uh, For all the craziness that's going on in the world, uh, let's at least save grace for our love of motorcycles and talk only about motorcycles today. Um, And we share a lot of that love uh, with our friends over at Twisted Road. Uh, Today, our guest is Austin Rothbard. He's an experienced business leader, a passionate writer, and in his former life, he ran companies with recognizable brand names, making everything from boats to furniture, kitchenware, and then he traded in those freshly shined shoes for beat-up boots, uh, and he's never been happier. Uh, With Twisted Road, his goal is to connect motorcycle riders worldwide to create new experiences and friendships, and most of all, build a community through being able to rent motorcycles. Uh, in your travels. Think of it kind of as the Airbnb of motorcycles. Um, what's up, Austin? How you doing today, bud? Good. I'm good. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, our pleasure, man. How is your 2021 shaping up? Uh, not bad, given that the weather's crappy, there's a global pandemic, and people are storming the Capitol building. I mean, we're doing pretty good. We're still busy. You know what's really crazy is, like, uh, a week or two ago, I felt like we were slow, like a week and a half ago. And I'm looking at the numbers, and, I, and I'm like, oh, how many people are actually riding today? And I think we had 15 or 20 people out on the road. And it's, and, and, um, it's kind of a cool feeling. You know, back when I started it, we'd have one person riding every few days and to have 15 to 20 people out riding with us even done during this circumstance is kind of cool it's a it's a it's a great time to to rent a bike and get out of town <laughs> it is it, it is you know we, we we've you probably know the the motorcycle industry had a little resurgence last year and we saw that also because with covid people just want to social distance and get outside so we had a record year and saw incredible growth. You know, March and April were slow for us, of course, but then starting in May, we got real busy again. Yeah, that's awesome. And then even the industry in and of itself had had a hard time keeping motorcycles on the show floor. People were yeah. buying up dirt bikes left and right. And of course, supply chains were a bit limited as well, but you know that kind of added a little to it. But it's it's been good. And there is so much land out there and there's so many places to go. And of course, be smart and safe when you're out, especially with the pandemic rolling around. Um, let's talk a little bit about Twisted Road. It is a, it's a peer-to-peer motorcycle rental service. Is that probably the best way to describe yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's it's a way for people to rent other people's motorcycles. You know, I was I remember once I was in, visiting family in North Carolina, and I wanted to rent a motorcycle just to go up and down, the, just to travel the Blue Ridge Parkway, and I remember not finding any places to rent. And I, and I thought to myself, I know that if there's a bunch of bikes locally that people are selling, if I just gave someone a hundred bucks, they'd give me their bike. I could ride it for the day. But the problem is nobody knows me. Like, who am I? You know, no, uh, right. um, they don't know what my riding experience is. They don't know if I'll ever come back with the bike. So we decided to create uh, the, the, the business around building trust throughout the process so that we knew that when we connected a rider and the owner, it was a very strong and trusting relationship. Uh, speaking of trust, like how, how do you kind of imbue that trust is what protections are in place? If I'm going to say, take my really gaudy 2014 triumph street triple R and I want to put that on twisted road. Yeah. What, what protects me and my ownership of my beautiful golden property? 
Well, well, we first, the first is the easiest is our insurance. Our insurance is bulletproof and it covers bikes with values up to 25K. Um, we actually have a separate insurance product as well, where if the bike is uh, worth more than 25K, we'll cover it up to 40. We just need to know in advance so that we can adjust our site and note it as a high value bike. So okay. Sam, if anything, if you, you were to put your bike on there and anything happens from, I mean, the easiest thing you could say is the kickstand doesn't go all the way down and the bike falls over in a parking lot to, you know, a pretty, pretty big collision where the bike is totaled. Our company will cover it. Brad, um, so you guys, if like, so say like, for example, this is, I think it's a good example. It's probably something people think about, right? Yep. Like you buy a stock motorcycle, you'd probably be like, I'm going to ride it and use it. My yep. try, like, let's lose, let's lose what I know, right? I have my, my street triple R. It's a special edition bike made by uh, Nick Rocha and Ernie Hill from Team Empire. It's yeah. got like Power Commander on it, stainless steel brake lines. It's got some a performance map. It's got some other little bits, Rizoma bits all over it. Yeah. Can I take the stock value of my bike and then also kind of look at how much it's worth just in case something happens to it? So that like if I something does happen to it, I can be like, all right, cool. This is what I get back in return for anything bad happening. Yeah, let, let's back up. First of all, um, accidents rarely happen okay it's probably around one percent of all riding days maybe a little less than that so it doesn't happen often so what we do is if something happens we immediately pass the information over to our insurance uh, uh, company and the primary contact there who works who would work with you and the rider would um, do an assessment of the damage so if you've got a power commander on there and some Rizoma parts, and none of them have been damaged. We we don't we don't care, you know. It's only when something is damaged, and then we'll assess it. We do our best to be fair. Um, the guy who does all the all the work that I just referred to is a motorcycle guy, true and true. He's he's worked in shops, he's worked in motorcycle insurance, and he just he's like a great guy. So he knows it. It's not just some random person. Like you know, we're, we're, he's he's on it. He's doing the best for the owners. And you guys, and even as someone who participates in the program too, like you get to, like if I'm renting my bike on this platform, like I get to vet the person who's riding my bike. Yeah, you do. But uh, to be honest, like no one's going to do better vetting than we are. So you, the, the, to answer your question, someone comes to pick up the bike, they're in, they're in flip-flops, a t-shirt, no gear, and they don't know how to start the bike or they don't know basic controls. You could cancel it, send them on their way, let us know. But before, but the chance of that happening are really slim. I mean, it starts out with really basic. Does this person have an endorsement? Yes, no. And is it current? And then we get into much more, um, much, much more thorough checks. Um, we do reject people because they're high risk and it has nothing to do with their riding experience or whether or not they have a bike. It's just, you know, our, our policies come up as they're high risk. So we don't let them ride. Right, because I'm assuming they've also been kind of like checked through some kind of a system and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about bikes on the site. I mean, it's got to be kind of a smorgasbord of, of motorcycles, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, we have about 3,000 bikes now. Awesome. So which which bike do you guys have like – because I'm a nerd, man. Like I run a lot of our social channels. I love going through and like looking at the analytics and the metrics. Which bike or genre kind of uh, – 
is is the most profitable motorcycle or like the most the most rented yeah, yeah yeah it's like the greatest question and the answer is it's it, it all depends on where you're riding so in la you're in la right or in the la area greater la area yes I'm in the, greater uh, LA area. The, the the most rented bikes are ducati uh scramblers like and monsters just like it's a great la bike people can split lanes and, and have fun it just works well when you get into denver you know, people rent like a, the, the most popular bike. There's a Triumph Tiger, and um, it's just a little bit more. It's a little bit more versatile. And in Chicago, um, Chicago is like an hour and change away from Milwaukee. There's a big Harley presence in the area, and, and Harleys do really well. So I guess it, it all depends on where you are. But none of it's like surprising. Like you would figure, oh, I get it. Yeah, Triumph Tiger in Denver. That makes sense. That's what I would want to ride. Interesting. So, you know, for anyone, for all y'all that are listening, if you're in those one of those three cities and you have one of those bikes in your garage, just collecting a little bit of dust, I think it's time to make a little bit of spare capital. <laughs> there's there's no downside. No, there's no downside. We pay the owner. They set the price. We pay them. If the bike is 100 bucks. We pay them $70. They, they price it and they get 70%. And we do everything from background checks to scheduling to credit card processing. We cover the risk of insurance. Like, it's no downside. The first guy who ever rented a bike from us, I called him up and I said, hey, how did it go? And he was so happy. His bike was rented out. He was so happy. He's like, oh, I finally get to buy the tools I've always wanted. You know, you think about it. Like, there are all these things that we, we want to buy that we can't. Maybe it's a set of tools. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, 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 some parts and you can't justify them to your significant other. Or maybe it's you want to buy another bike. I mean, we have people who have paid off their bikes and bought second bikes because of us so it just allows you to pull away from whatever's limiting you and go ahead and, and, and spend a little money that's awesome so what about have you ever have you ever secret shopped one of your own people who are, are renting bikes on every, on the platform every single time i travel i rent a bike through the platform i think i've rented somewhere between 15 and 20 bikes through, through my own company. It, it, it's hard to secret shop. You know, it's hard. Like, dude, my name is on every email. Every email that comes from my company comes from my personal email account, austinandtwistedroad.com. Like, people know me. I write articles. So, you know, when, 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 when people get a request and it's Austin wants to rent your motorcycle, they're like, wait, it's not a lot of Austins. Is this the Austin from Twisted Road? They get pretty psyched. You know, it's a kind of a funny story. Is I sold my motorcycle like a uh, two months ago, and I had a 2010 um, Moto Guzzi V7 Classic. So I just felt like I wanted something with a little bit more power. So I, I put it up for sale, and I in my listings I said, you know, you can find this bike uh, on Twisted Road if you want to rent it and try it out for a day before you buy it. And I put the link. And a guy contacted me, and he said, I've never heard of Twisted Road. This sounds awesome. So uh, I explained it to him, and he came to the, to, to, to the house to get the bike. And we're going through it, and I said, all right, all right, full disclosure, I started the company. You know, let's just put it out there. And he was, like, totally blown away. And the next day, he texts me from the road, and he's like, all right, I'm buying this bike. Here's my offer. And it was just, like, perfect. You know, he could test ride the bike before he bought it, made a good connection. And this Christmas – uh, he sent me a picture. He goes, look what my mom bought me for Christmas. And it was a Twisted Road uh, t-shirt. So it's, uh, it was, it was kind of cool. You know, it was kind of cool. 
That's rad. That's that. That's actually that kind of leads into its own other question, which um, is the test riding of motorcycles, not just renting it for where you go somewhere, but like being able to get on a motorcycle, see if it's the kind of bike that you want. Yeah. Um, and then you can actually buy bikes through the platform. Am I correct? Not through the platform, not through the platform. That was just, uh, I put a link to the site, to the bike, so people could rent it for a day to see if they liked it before they bought it. Oh, but, okay. But there's, there's a good percentage of owners have their bikes for sale and they use our site to, to have people test ride before they buy. And we're also having some partnerships um, with, with dealers. We have um, dealers can put their used inventory on and let people test ride those before they buy them. That's a that's a massive benefit for a lot of people in the motorcycle community because when you get into riding motorcycles, oftentimes you, there is not a avenue for riders to demo a motorcycle or test a bike outside of trying to track down one of the rare opportunities of a of a demo day right like ducati has a demo day triumph's got a truck that rolls around yeah but um and especially with covid um you know a lot a lot of companies are kind of putting a hold on some of these marketing and uh dealership efforts um so and you're on a bike for what 20 minutes 30 minutes if that you're lucky i know that like we have we have demos well, we're going to have them all the time at IMS Outdoors in every city. Um, so, <laughs> but yes, traditionally demo rides last about, yeah, 15 to 20 minutes at yeah. most. And they're, and they're very controlled. Yeah. Um, you know, you do follow the speed limit. It's, it is difficult to get a real feel for the bike. So the option of renting one for a full day going like from where I am, LA to Malibu, and then up to Oxnard, back, and then do like yeah, canyon and freeway. Yeah, put right. it in the space. You can't, you can't know whether a bike fits you well in 15 minutes. You know, you're you're not going to start getting like, you know, cramping and pinched muscles and stuff from a bad fit. Right. You just won't. You know, right. so you know, take it out for a ride. I mean, people are buying. But we have we have a handful of Livewire uh, electric bikes, the Harley Livewire on the site. It's like a thirty thousand dollar bike. We've got them on the site. You can probably rent them for like somewhere between two and three hundred dollars each. Uh, uh, put try it. You're better off flying anywhere in the country and trying this for a day before spending thirty to thirty five thousand on a bike. Spend five hundred. You know, get there, try the bike, see if it's right for you. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing. Even as a as a former uh, automotive journalist, you know, sorry, former motorcycle journalist and also automotive journalist, you know, I would it, we, we would go on press launches, and even a press launch ride is a full day ride. I mean, right. four hours in the saddle, and then another four hours usually to right. get a baseline understanding. But we know what we're looking for. And even right. when I've ridden other friends' bikes, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out at minimum for two hours on this thing. So that's a, that's an absolute great point. Um, have it, takes any... minutes, it takes just a couple of minutes for you to just feel feel comfortable, you know, just like, yeah. okay, I get the riding position. I understand how, how tight the controls are, how loose they are, like how sensitive things are. Like it, it just takes a little bit. Of time. It's not like a car, like a car, you sit down, you're always sitting in the same friggin' position. You know, everything is just easy. Right. But with a bike, you're, you're not, you, you and the bike are very, very, um, you become one, you know, you become one unit and it's not like that in a car and a car, a 20 minute test ride is not enough, but you know. Well, yeah, I, I've even me leasing a, a new car this year. I was like, 
the guys on the test drive. I'm like, I need to take this out for a little longer. I want to feel what it's, I want to put it through a little bit more pace, you know? Yeah. And, sure. um, and especially with a lot of newer bikes with, you know, wheelie control, traction control settings, ABS, cornering ABS systems. Like, do you want to, how, how strong are these brakes versus how loose are they compared to what I'm used to? And exactly. um, has there been, has, are, are electric bikes featured? on twisted road we do we have well we have a few live wires like i said we have a few zeros out there um trying to think what else those are the ones we've got that i know of what's been the response to kind of the ev sector there's there's um people who ride them are blown away by them and so the, uh, and, and what i've heard from a person who's a, a motorcycle who's a zero dealer a dealer of zeros uh motorcycles is that you really have to get on it and feel it and that when somebody gets on the bike and tries it, they're blown away. So uh, personally, I haven't been on one yet, but the feedback's all been very positive. Uh, I can I can tell you I've I've been on quite a few, and they're they're a lot of fun. I mean, it, the, the 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 not having a clutch thing is weird. Uh, yeah. it's, it, yeah. But you get you get over that, and you start to think like, oh, it's it's on and it's off. It's it's go and it's stop, and it's a little. You know, a lot of people come up with the with the idea. They're like, oh, it doesn't have like the feel of like the engine. And I'm like, you know, it's just a different type. But the acceleration is bananas cool. Like yeah, and the weight in the and the weight at speed is nice. Um, it's it's a little they're a little heavier and you got to you got to handle them a differently in slow speed. But, you know, not, not all of us are going to be doing like Jim Connors on a zero SRS. Right. <laughs> like right. We want to. We want to just kind of get going and go and they're they're truly fun and they're not silent either as people think that they are they they spool up and there's uh there's a little bit of sound that comes to them but not like a a big old thumping v twin but if you're a good rider you're going to notice the problems ahead of you so much more in advance before you're in a situation um That's right. so all right um, I think we got a really good amount of information on Twisted Road. So, like, the idea, everybody, is just, like, if you want to travel somewhere and you want to ride in that city, you can rent a bike. Um, and anybody that's renting a motorcycle, it's covered in that yep. sense. Um, you don't have to worry about anything happening to your precious baby. Exactly. That's fantastic. Uh, Austin, where can people find Twisted Road? I'm assuming it's twistedroad.com. Twistedroad.com. Real simple. Yeah. Real simple. Super simple. Sign up. Check it out. All right, everybody. And Austin and those listening, if you all feel like you want to kind of partake in this as well, you're welcome to. This is going to be our little game time portion of the episode. Uh, We're going to get into something a little different this year with all of our guests. And let's be real. We all have our preferences about motorcycling. We're an opinionated group. Uh, but we love motorcycles. We love the culture. We love riding. So we're gonna ask the hard questions. So welcome to our lightning. <laughs> welcome to our lightning round of this or that. The rules are simple. We give you questions with two possible preferences and answers, uh, and then the listeners will likely judge you pr- uh, very, very, very hard, harshly um, on your answers, or they will love you for what they are. Uh, the fate of Twisted Road lies in the balance, right Austin. Got it. So, so answer wisely, and we will start the game right now. So you must choose sport bike or adventure bike. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to go with an adventure bike. There, there, right. There's something. Can I give an answer? You can have a reason here, or we got to just move on? Do it quick. 
All right. You know, the rationale is that there's something about taking a long trip and exploring all over the country that's that's really enticing. I've done a few long trips. It's just it's just made for it. All right, next question. Uh, all right. So riding climate. Um, you have to ride through a climate hot, like Death Valley hot, or cold, like Milwaukee cold. Cold. No cold. question. <laughs> Okay. All right, you're on the you're on the road. Do you choose motorcycle camping or do you spring for a bougie hotel? Uh, I I've done both. I've done both, so I actually would mix it up. I'm not going to pick either one. I've done both. <laughs> My last trip, I did a couple nights camping and a couple nights in kind of these divey hotels. Which do you prefer? I prefer a hotel. I need okay. a fucking shower after being on the being on the road for ten hours. What's better, riding it during the day or riding at night? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I, I actually would prefer riding during the day, but I'm going to qualify that. My favorite time to ride is early in the morning before any cars get out. So okay. I'm a, I love being on the road at 6 a.m. All right, quick ride or a full day ride? A full day. All right. Full face or cafe helmet? Full face. That's sand amazing. dunes, sand dunes or trails? I've done what neither. I've done neither, but I'd love to try both. All right, then straight open highway or back twisty roads? Back roads. Back roads for uh, sure. Racetrack or canyon carving? It, it, I haven't been on the track. My I, I, that'll be a hard sell in my family. So the answer's got to be canyon carving. Some of the best times I've had have been in the canyons in LA. Just to just to interject, you got to do a track day because they're amazing and they're a lot safer than running through canyons. Um, group ride or ride solo? Ride solo. Uh, riding with a communications unit on your helmet or without? With. Uh, earplugs or no earplugs? No earplugs. You should be wearing earplugs, bro. You're gonna go deaf. <laughs> All right, that does it. Well, for... What was that? What was that? I said you should be wearing <laughs> earplugs. <laughs> Come on, Sam. There was something wrong with you. <laughs> I'm slow on I'm slow on the, the sarcasm. Yeah. Oh man, I missed that one. That was good. All right, everybody. That does it for this episode of the Reserve Tank. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening as we go into 2021. Austin, I want to thank you as well for being on today. Uh, remember, if you want to rent a bike, if you want to be a renter of a motorcycle, you can go to twistedroad.com, go through their process, apply, and get started. Build the motorcycle community where you live and be an arbiter for awesome motorcyclists. Uh, remember, everybody, uh, follow us on social media, all of our channels, at uh, Motorcycle Shows on Instagram. Just just type in Motorcycle Shows or International Motorcycle Shows or the Progressive International Motorcycle Shows, and you will find us. Our new series, our new tour is coming up this summer, I, the Progressive IMS Outdoors. It's going to be really rad, everyone. I'm sure you, if you're listening to this, you know a bit about it, but we're changing up the format. We're getting out of convention centers. We're going into the great outdoors. There's going to be demo rides, uh, a lot of uh, experiential kind of attractions as well. And most importantly, uh, you get to see your friends again in an outside environment. And in other news, too, we are adding a stop to this year's tour. We are coming to Texas Fort Worth area. So anybody in the Fort Worth area, 
uh, get ready, get ready. We're coming, we're coming there. Uh, we will have a venue for you soon. We can't really say it's coming, uh, but we are coming to the Fort Worth, Texas area. Uh, for this episode of the Reserve Tank, we will see you all later. Remember, ride smart, ride safe, and we'll see you out there on the road. <laughs>